Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Bad Broadcast. Happy Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. And my name is Maddie and I'm your host. Thank you to everybody who came to my New York show last week. I actually haven't done it at the at the current moment. As I'm recording this, I have not done it. So hope it went well. And I'm sure I loved meeting you guys. And yeah, that's all I can say about it since it hasn't happened yet. Uh, but today's episode is a little bit different than episodes we've done before. It's one I've wanted to do for a while. I don't know why we why we haven't done it, but today I am here with Matt, my husband. Hello, everybody. Hi. This is this for those of you that don't know. I am married to the most wonderful person named Matt. It's very kind. We of also you. call him the dad broad around here. Um, and I'm glad it wasn't bad dad. Bad dad, <laughs> the bad broad, Maybe and the that's ba- better. And the bad dad. So we just hit five years married. Five years. Yeah, we're we're. It was like a month ago, but still. So I thought that now would be a good time for Matt and I to talk about our relationship. Yeah, and talk about how because I think over the last two years, especially, we have undergone some pretty major changes in our marriage. Wouldn't you say? Personal and relationship level. Absolutely. Yeah. Personal and relationship level. And so I've always wanted to do an episode kind of just breaking down our our story recently. And what better time to do it than celebrating five years? I know we're a little late, but. <laughs> well, it's kind of full circle, too. I know we haven't done the New York show yet. We're about to leave. Yeah. But that's where Bad Broadcast started. That's where we were January 2020. Yeah. So quarantine was like two weeks away. Yeah. We barely left New York in time yeah. to not be locked there. Yeah. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, this is a fun New York trip that we have coming up because yeah, like Matt said, I kind of started the bad broadcast in New York. I mean, I, I started it in my mom's basement, but then we ended up going to New York <laughs> right after. And that's where I started doing my videos. And looking back on that New York trip compared to where we are this New York trip, I think we are not not only completely different people, but a completely different marriage. Completely. Completely different marriage. So I thought that you and I could kind of go through our last two years, two and a half-ish years together and talk about how we handled it and how we got to where we are. Because I don't know if I've felt if I've ever felt like you and I have been at a more solid place than we are right now. 
I completely and that's completely and that's agree. after five years, which means we had five years of figuring out how to get to this place. Well, and like I feel this is important to express that yeah. like those five years are built on so much context that yeah. like you've gone through, I've gone like when we got married, I lived with my parents. Yeah. Like I feel like I came to consciousness on like 3.5 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we are with like something completely fresh and completely new. And yeah. it's, it's beautiful. It is. It is beautiful. And it was really, really hard. <laughs> really hard. It was really when hard. When we got married, I would, I was literally making fun of people who were like, marriage is hard. I'm like, well, try harder at being married then. Yeah. I'm like, well, you guys <laughs> must not like each other as much as we like each other, but life throws you lots of weird curveballs. Oh my goodness. And so let, let's talk about Let's talk about January 2020. We were we had just gone to New York for this writing class that I was doing. Yes. And we had this little Airbnb in the East Village. And where do you think we were like dynamic wise? Like where where were we like in terms of like our communication? What was kind of like our day to day um, like rollout of how we communicated? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, you, you go first. I mean, I just remember that time of my life first of all, being really, I was really confused. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I had literally, I was two weeks into starting the bad broadcast, so I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought I actually was like going to shut it down and just do something else. Um, so I was really lost personally. So our dynamic, we were, we were both wanting something and neither of us felt like we could communicate to each other what it was we were wanting. Your career was in a weird place. We're in this Airbnb. We were like, should we just spend literally every penny we have and stay here in New York. And we said, yes. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and then finally uh, we were both, we looked at each other. We were like, we, this is not smart. We should not yeah. spend our entire savings. It was going to cost us like so much money to get an Airbnb for another month. Cause we were like, let's just stay for a month and then find an apartment. And yeah, we were going to do like Airbnb to sublet to place. Yeah. And we and were, we were going to spend every penny. <laughs> I had no, I didn't have a job. I was making zero dollars. Well, you know what though is really funny is you actually applied and got offered a job at um at what was that place La, oh, La Satan or whatever it's called. Oh my gosh, you're so in the in the upper right. west side or wherever. So yeah, Loxitan, <laughs> I think is how you say it. They actually taught me how to say it. it's that like it's like a high end like hand lotion spot. And I was like, that was the only place I knew that I could get a job because I was an esthetician, technically. Yeah. And so I was like, I have experience in skincare, and they hired me. Yeah. I got the job. Anyway, that is so funny. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I anyway, think about that every time I pass one of those. Basically, we had this kind of whirlwind in New York. And at the end of it, we said we should go back to Salt Lake. That's what makes the most sense um, for where we're at, for our jobs. Matt's job was here. Do you know what I think is important to the uh, impending yes. years is that we moved from this New York Airbnb to a Salt Lake apartment sight unseen. Just did it on... Online. Online. We we saw one picture of the place mm -hmm. and it was a it was a it was a wrong move. It was beyond the wrong move. It was move. insane. Being in Salt Lake was great. Yes, yes, but the we apartment. Moved, we moved into this apartment. You guys have heard me talk about it before. It was the most depressing. It was in this, it was on the first floor, but it was tucked against this like ivy. And I thought at first I was like, cute, it's like this cute little hobbit hole. It was like a dungeon. We didn't get sunlight. Like you would walk out from 
noon in July into our place and it would literally be like pitch black. It'd be pitch black. Somebody, I remember somebody messaged me and they were like, why does it always look like it's 8 p.m. in your apartment? I'm like, because we have no light. None. So so we move from New York. We find this apartment. Just we call. We're like, hey, we need it. We put a deposit down. We literally move in the next day. We go from New York to our new place. There was construction for like eight months. There's construction nonstop. for eight months. And then COVID hit. Yeah. Then COVID hit in March. And we were at an all time. I think both of us were at an all time high with our anxiety. Uh, for sure. I was definitely for sure. Like with, with everything that was going on. So with that, with the anxiety being high, I was definitely not on the right medicine. I was not on the right, you know, antidepressant or anti-anxiety med, which is a huge factor. Obviously I know everybody takes them and everybody who takes them knows that you got to find the right fit. So I wasn't on the right thing. I'm super, I have all this anxiety. I'm trying to start the bad broadcast and our dynamic is not great. And then in the middle of that, so we're in the middle of trying to figure out quarantine, you went through some changes and got some news with some personal stuff that like really shook you up. Yeah. My, like, I don't want to say home life because that implies our home, but like your past. Yeah. Like my past life just like completely shattered into oblivion. So yeah. I kind of had to build from scratch too. So like, I feel like during that time we, we were just like in such personal fogs that every time we got together, we just like, it was just like a whiteout. It was just a whiteout. <laughs> yeah. And we were, we were fighting and we were kind of using those things against each other when we were fighting. Yeah. What and do you say? I, I would say, yeah. and I think that it was a, why did we do that? Why did, why do people do that? Do you I think? was just yeah. about to say, I think that's because we were naturally processing things that came to us without the tools or the language to do so. Totally. And we were in really tight quarters during a lockdown there were quite literally riots in the streets, uh, like yeah. two blocks away. The National Guard, there was a tank a yeah. cor- uh, on a corner by our pitch black atar- apartment. apartment. <laughs> and um, during that time, we were just like bouncing off of each other yeah. nonstop. And nonstop. so like, I feel it's just human nature. That's going to happen. And if anything, I think it was actually kind of good for our relationship. It's like a, if you get a nice rough piece of wood, the first bit of sandpaper has to be pretty gritty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I love I love that. I really love that. And but we kind of carried on that dynamic for a few a few months. Yeah, it was painful it, for both of us oh, too, but it was so painful. What was the most what was what was painful about what it? What was the most painful? Yeah. Oh not my like goodness. not like what was the most painful thing to happen. No, 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 no. Of course. I'm just back, saying, like, wow, so many things. Yeah. Um man, I don't know. There was this one really strange period where I I I think GameStop was still open and I swapped my PS4 for an Xbox to like heal my inner child and play Halo, you know? Yeah. And um, for some reason we got in a fight about it. I don't even remember why. It was like something dumb, like 20 bucks or something stupid that I was like, wait, no, like I don't even know. But it doesn't matter because it just like it it occurred to me that like, wait a second, I'm I'm letting this seep into everything I love. Yeah. It's it's causing me to get burnt out from video games. How's that supposed to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And we it was in everything that we did. Our our lack of communication skills plus our personal anxieties and trauma. Yeah. Were in every conversation we had, everything we did. It was hard. Yeah. So I feel like the natural place that that took us was on personal journeys. Yeah. And for me, 
I got, yeah, some shocking family news. I had to rebuild and my way of doing that was getting a bunch of audiobooks. Yeah. And so I kind of just tried to ingest as much information about relationship dynamics as I could. Yeah. And I think that kind of like it didn't clear the fog, but it like gave us like <laughs> no, it kickstarted it. For it sure. gave us like instrument training totally like, for like flying. Like yeah. now we have a little bit of radar. Yeah. Because you did it with me. No, but it you, was not a one way street but at all. You, you 1000% did it first. And you were the one who was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, I'm going to study these things and trauma and, and dynamics and things like that. That was something that you, you did on your own first, That's which was nice. the very first step to And I love what you said about personal journeys, because I think that so we went through 2020 kind of with that same dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then 2021 was kind of just like recovery. Yeah, it was like the fallout. um, It was like trying to cope with what just happened. Yeah, totally. With our year. We were like, wait, 2020, that did not. We thought we were going to be moving to New York. And I think throughout 2020, something that was hard that. I don't know. You can share it. If yeah. You, if yeah. You no. Share and it. this was an enormous contributor to the problems in our relationship, yeah. obviously. And I want to speak to this because holy smokes, I worked my way into a Xanax prescription to just be like, okay, I'm going to check out for a little while. Yeah. I think that you got your Xanax prescription, I think in like March of 2020. Yeah. Like it was like right away. It was, a, yeah, it was a really bad idea because I thought like, it's fine half a Xan, you know, yeah. on the weekend and I'll be good. And it quickly turned in like, I'll like, I'll be real. Yeah, it was like the worst of it was like 12 Xanax a day. It was horrible. I, I could have killed myself with that stuff. And so one day it rolls around. I just got like adrenaline. Well, yeah, you probably got a, yeah. a rush of vulnerability because you've never, no, I've, no, I've never, no, no. I've certainly never talked about this and I yeah. know that you haven't. So go ahead. And like a quick interjection, like I know this may be like a weird thing to talk about, but like before, like when I was like looking for this, that I was like trying to figure out dosage right at the beginning. And I came across a message board and the top thing was do not take Xanax. Yeah. And it was like, it will get its claws in you. I was like, I'll be fine. No problem. Yeah. Man, if you have like the slightest, like if a video game glues you, don't take Xanax. (laughs) If you have any addiction, (laughs) like addictive tendencies in your body. Yeah. So peak of it, like I was just trying to numb myself. So I was, I was up, I was taking a lot and I tried to like do the shave thing, you know, like get myself down to a few. I was just doing it myself with some help from the internet. Yeah. And then one day I was like, enough is enough. And I went cold turkey and that was a bad idea. And you went, well, you went fully into withdrawals. I was throwing up on the side of the road. We were yeah. pulling over. It was, it was horrifying. It was, it was every morning. Every and, morning and, a couple of times. I was, it was horrible. And then. Um, so that was like end of 2020 that you were going through those withdrawals. Yeah. I mean, it. there's no accident that it lined up with like my family stuff. Yeah. But um, after that, it kind of sent me in like a mental spiral, yeah. led me to some intense like therapy stuff and this is all coupled with trying to do my personal stuff so that we can have you know the most harmonious thing it's just ever everything is imploding and if anything it's it was like a really good i don't know it was like like i recommend everyone hit rock bottom <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. it was where what what time frame like what month of the last two years would you say was your rock bottom oh my gosh and it's it's emotional well the, like you said this is a release yeah and I'm a crybaby, so. You can get emotional. It's okay. 
I think I hit rock bottom Christmas 2020. Yeah. Because that was like, here's the thing about Xanax. You okay? So like anybody who's ever quit Xanax knows what I'm talking about with the finger tinglies, yeah. Right, and there's like a mental equivalent of that where like you get these little tiny weird bursts, and um, if you're a highly emotional person like me, that's not good. And I feel like I finally like got all of that out in like late Thanksgiving time, yeah. And so then Christmas rolls around. And I have to like, like the natural thing is to like stop depersonalizing. Yeah. And so that's when 2021's fallout becomes like clear. Like yeah. my fog lifts and then suddenly I'm seeing the dust from like. From everything that <laughs> yeah, just happened. Everything that yeah, everything just happened. Yeah. And I, I would say for, for me, I mean, I think my, you kind of kickstarted your personal journey with all of this. So the end of 2020, you're going through all of these hard things as your partner I'm kind of just observing and I think that my compassion or or empathy switch or whatever it was was not on. I think that I was like I was really confu- I I was it's a, it's a combo of a bunch of things but I hadn't really understood the weight of what you were going through. Sorry. Now I sorry. <laughs> I don't want to No, I don't want to get emotional but but at the end of 2020 I hadn't really I, I wasn't being the partner that I promised you that I would be when we got married. Well, that's not true. Well, well, looking back now, we can say that. And I think what's important for all this context as we're talking about these last two years, neither of us are holding any of this against each other. So no. when I say I wasn't a good partner at the end of 2020, I'm not saying that to like make Matt feel bad or make make anybody feel bad for me or like say whatever. I just am saying logistically, I was not up up to where I needed to be. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Babbel. For most of us, quote unquote, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took French for probably six years, and I would be shocked if I could get through a conversation with a four-year-old who speaks French. But now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. So because I had a very, very, very basic knowledge of French, I think I can say library and eraser. Since I knew those two words, I thought I'm going to keep learning French through Babbel. We also just got tickets to go to Paris later this year. So I was so excited because now I can take my Babbel courses. And when we get there, people are going to be like, who's this French girl? Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, video stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off of your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash bad. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bad for up to 60% off of your subscription. Babbel, language for life. 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. I feel like I fall into that category. I never I never really notice when I'm burned out until way after. Like in the middle of it, I'm like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I look back and I'm like, yeah, it was not okay. Symptoms of burnout can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. I start to do the oversleeping, the overeating, you know, all of those. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feeling burned out, whether that's family, whether that's marriage, whether that's friends, anything that we do can overwhelm us. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what is causing you stress in your life. I've said it once and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face that I heart therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Bad Broadcast listeners get 10% off of their first month at betterhelp.com slash bad. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash bad. Hi, I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We're the co-hosts of a podcast called A Thing or Two. It comes out every Monday and the basic premise is this. We share all the stuff we think more people should know about. So that's apps, recipes, books, the nationwide haagen vanilla bean shortage that nobody else was talking about. Our no, perf- one. no one. No <laughs> one. Our preferred vacuum brands of which we have multiples and critical explorations of our unique approaches to paper towel usage. Listen, we think you're going to like it. A lot of people do. And who's to say you'll be any different? Listen and subscribe wherever it is you listen and subscribe to podcasts. So then 2021 comes, we re-sign our contract, who knows why, in that apartment. And we're just kind of like trying to feel our way through this new... My bathroom had seven and a half foot ceilings. It was so bad. It was so tiny. So anyway, so we're kind of feeling our way through this. The bad broadcast is um, about to get signed to Dear Media. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Like things are, are looking up. I'm going to start earning money. It kind of feels like we're like getting our feet under us. We're kind of getting there. And then the end of the summer comes around of 2021 and my personal journey starts. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when my, that's finally when I kind of the floor is dropped from underneath me because of, you know, personal stuff. And that's when I'm like, okay, I got to figure this stuff out. We got to figure this stuff out. We need to sit down. We've been in this weird fog for two years. We have to sit down and have these hard conversations and carve out what our marriage, what we want it to look like, feel like, sound like, and be like. Yeah. And and I think that that moment, the end of 2021, is when we were finally like, okay, okay, it's time to like build our marriage now. Like it was an amalgamation of like, is that, a, did I say that word, right? Yeah. Great. Holy smokes. It just fell off my tongue. That is so great. <laughs> oh, I just had to stop myself. Like, did you see that? <laughs> Um, it's like when you have an amazing cat. And now I'm not like, going to say it anymore. And you're like, Dude. <laughs> anyway, I'll say it. It's the amalgamation. Of um, the culmination. Let, no, no, no. Excuse me. And now I'm trying to get fancy. See? I'm, <laughs> but I'm trying to say that our personal journeys led us to a place where we had a whole bunch of conversations that led to a 
general understanding of we're going to take this very seriously. Mm-hmm. We're going to rebuild because this, like, we're playing a song with a guitar out of tune. Yeah. Let's tune this guitar and let's figure it out. And let's let's go. But the thing is, is I feel like we, it in, it kind of inevitably started another set of personal journeys. And it was kind of like dating again, but I feel like every single version of ourselves dated every other version of each other. <laughs> we had to kind of work backwards and get through yeah. all of that. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it was like until we found something that worked. I feel like what happened was we were kind of like working out these weird like old habits through our behaviors totally. and then that kind of stripped away the walls that we didn't even realize were up. Totally, because I think what happened, we both went on these like personal journeys of trying to figure out so many different things, family stuff, faith stuff, work stuff. We're working through that. We're both getting better individually, but then as we're communicating, we're using all those old habits, all those old ways of communicating, all the passive aggression, all the, you know, we kind of had lines that we would say, you know, Uh that were, you know, all these things. And we hadn't reset our relationship. No. We were we were figuring out everything else and ev- everybody else and and rebuilding all of this and we never sat down. And, I mean, I shouldn't say sat down, but we never were mindful about our relationship. Yeah. Well, and like so like, you know, a year and a half prior, maybe even two, I'm reading these books about family relationship dynamics yeah. and I'm saying like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe all of this stuff with everything at home?" Yeah. And then I don't realize that like I'm contributing negative dynamics to our relationship until you really force yourself to be like, okay, maybe I'm the person on the page. Yeah. That is, and and I feel like in 2022, it was implementing dynamics that took me two years to understand fully. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I could not agree more. I know that was a long no, 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 U-turn, no, no. but no, I, yeah. No, I, I just, I loved, I love how you said that. And I love that that is what 2022 was for us. It was implementing all these things because, and I've talked about this in therapy before. There's a big, big, big difference between reading and studying and learning about and then implementing. And a lot of times what we do is we read these things. We read the Brene Brown and the, we read all of this stuff and we have it in our mind that this is what we do, but it's not really in our behavior. You know, it's like, we know that, you know, I'll use Brene Brown, for example, but like we know like, yeah, being vulnerable brings us connection, all these things. Knowing that being vulnerable brings connection is a lot different than actually being vulnerable. And I think that we do this as humans, we insulate ourselves from actually having to do hard work and have hard conversations and do all the hard stuff because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read and I I know, I know that's, that's how that happens. But we had to have some really hard conversations. I kind of came to that exact conclusion on the other side of the coin. Yeah. And for me, it was like, okay, meditating teaches you to just identify thoughts as passing whatever. Yeah, Birds, yeah, yeah. clouds, cars. There's a million different languages for it. But I feel like when you ingest all of this information of how to like, you know, live a purer life. Yeah. They just become thoughts. And unless you can put those thoughts into action, they just become clouds in your head. And there's nothing really like when you have an interaction with somebody that requires you to access that thought, usually what happens is, well, that's a good thought. And then nothing really changes. Nothing really happens. And then we're on to the next thing. Yeah. And so 
that's that's what our 2022 has been. That mm-hmm. I think has been the last five. I mean, we're coming up on June, so six ish months. Yeah, you and I have been really mindful about implementing these new things into our marriage and kind of building. For for me, it's been building my dream marriage. You, me too. Yeah, no, that, and it's fun. That's that's what it was. But I kind of saw it like we were on this houseboat. Okay, and. We don't even really know how we got on the houseboat, but everyone around us was getting on houseboats. So we were like, sure, let's like hop on this houseboat. Like, <laughs> exactly. you know, let's get on here. And then we're in the middle of the ocean somehow and the houseboat catches on fire. And we're like, okay, cool. So let's survive this fire first. So the mm-hmm. fire burns down our houseboat and we're in the ocean and we're like, okay, now we have to figure out how to stay alive in the ocean. So we barely do it and we swim to shore and then we were sitting on the shore like, okay, we, we survived that. We survived that. Now what? And now we are building our house on this island. Definitely. And now we are, and we have the option and we could use the wood from that old houseboat, but we're saying, nope, we're cutting down our new, we're, mm-hmm. we're our own wood. We're building our own house. We are leaving what burned in the past. This is, this is all new. So yeah, exactly. Like you were saying, we would, during our day, if we ever had something that came up that felt wrong, that felt bad, that felt yucky that felt like we didn't communicate it well enough we would stop what no matter what well what do you say yes but here's the thing i just feel it's important to say that if you like there's you were you were talking yesterday about the horseshoe effect when you turn so far right that it goes you end up just making a u-turn yeah and i feel like we also used to do that when our marriage was at its most tense but we would do it in a very negative way Hold on, hold on. Can you believe that just happened? Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so mad. Yeah. Now, we, if you approach it with compassion, like just go, like, hold on. I think I feel something out of balance here. How can we rebalance it together? Yeah. As opposed to, you're doing it again. Yes. It's a huge difference. Huge difference because it's all in a, in a marriage, how you say it and how you say it to the per and like how you communicate it. Well, like, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 I just fine. got really excited. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like, you have to articulate internally that the reason you want to solve the problem is because you care equally about both per- both parties' internal happiness. Yes. As opposed to just yours. Because if you're saying, oh my gosh, this happened again, all you're caring about is your own. Yeah. But if you want a real successful relationship with someone that's fulfilling, yeah. you have to care about the others just as much. And you can only implement these relationship dynamic changes if you actually care. Yes. You have to care first. Yes. Yes. You have to care first, like deeply. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that is something that we had. We have, even when you and I were friends, like back, back when you and I were just kind of casually friends, happy birthday, you know, let's, Hey, we should grab lunch sometime. You're the only one who ever FaceTimed me like on midnight (laughs) one time on on your birthday at midnight. Um, But you and I have always really, really cared deeply for each other. Yeah. Deeply. And so I mean, we've been, I didn't mean to cut you off. We've been married for five years, but we've known each other for nine and a half. Yeah. And that was, I think what carried us through all the hard stuff of the last years was that at our core, we really did care about each other. We didn't know why, things were happening. We didn't have the language or the tools to figure out our marriage, but we knew that we really, really cared about each other. Yeah. And so that was that I totally agree. And that was our foundation for when, when we started implementing these things. And I think another, not only, you know, stopping and communicating and saying, Hey, this happened, what, what happened, something that you 
were really persistent about and what was really good for us is that you were like, you, you know, there's nobody's going to get in trouble here for being honest. Nobody's going to yeah. if you tell me how you honestly feel honestly, like not not with like sarcasm or like trying to prove a point, like tell me what you're feeling. You're not going to get in trouble for it. If you're mad at me, if I did something and you're feeling mad at me, you're not going to be in trouble for feeling mad at me because you, you were honest about it. let's deal with how you're honestly feeling and then and then go from there. And an important part of that is if there's any, if it's 5149, if there's any kind of power balance imbalance at all, and the, like the word trouble is, is introduced, I feel yeah. like it creates a, a sense of answering to rather than being teammates. Yes. Like I always like the doubles in volleyball situation. Like it's gold medal match in the Olympics. It's mm -hmm. beach volleyball and you or me are on the side and we've got really fierce competition from the universe Yeah, <laughs> and we can win. But only if we're not arguing amongst ourselves. Yes. Like if we're complete partners, if we're locked in, if we know what we're doing, we can have the time of our lives and like succeed, yeah. you know? And I just, I don't think that there's any room in a marriage for one person having more power. Exactly. And I don't think I always thought that. <laughs> I well, don't think I always thought that that was a bad thing. I thought, if I have a, just a little bit more, it's fine. If I can just pull a little bit harder, if I can just, if I can just kind of assert myself a little bit more, I, I thought that that was going to be good. But now looking back, I did it because I was being selfish. Well, listen, who cares? It doesn't well, well, yeah, it's, it's all, and this, this is all just, just being totally honest with myself, honestly, and people who are listening that I just don't think that I always thought that I thought, well, one person usually has the upper hand and one person usually and through, you know, hard conversations. Well, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say is like the, I feel like the reason that we're experiencing what I like to call domestic bliss. Uh, I said that was little finger quotes <laughs> is, um, is because we are totally comfortable having these kind of conversations quite literally in front of thousands of people. Yeah. <laughs> because if you have the ugly conversations, if you, if you stop wrestling in the mud and help each other clean it off your faces, eventually you will be like, holy smokes, remember when we were covered in mud? Yeah. <laughs> but listen, here's something else that I feel is important. Yeah. I was living from the mindset of once we get everything perfect, let's go start having fun. And in the middle of that, we went to Italy and we went to France and we went to Portland and we went to all these yeah. amazing fun places and we were creating these fun memories, even at home. And I thought like, man, what a shame that we can't enjoy these to their fullest because we're not at our fullest potential. And then a huge force of gravity in... Babe, it's, it's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's going on? Babe, it's okay. In it's all okay. of it was those happy memories. Yeah. So if you wait, there's not going to be glue if there's problems down the road. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And it, exactly what you're saying, those, those happy times and... I feel like through all of the um, the hard stuff that's been that we've been, you know, went through and that we're implementing this year, I think something that is pivotal, I think that something that if you're if you're in a marriage or a relationship and you're going through hard changes and you're you're rooting out kind of old habits that were unhealthy or toxic or whatever, I think that something people forget is that you've got to have fun together. And for us, that quite literally meant 
buying rollerblades, yeah. uh, picking up tennis, doing, you know, planning trips, everything that we knew, all of those really happy things that we would hold on to. We, we had to continue to make those a priority amidst trying to figure these things out. And I swear to you, I swear it's the secret. Uh, that has been probably my favorite part of kind of rebuilding our marriage is that we've decided that having fun and prioritizing fun and happiness and just like, like dumb things. Like we love, like one of our, I mean, we do this every single night. We finish work. We sit on the couch. We flip through movies. We order food. I mean, that's like, it's the best. It's, it's our, it's my favorite thing. And I used to get all this guilt and be like, Oh, it's so we're not doing anything. And we're just, but it's fun, but we have yeah. fun doing it. So who cares if it's it, because fun is productive. I think that's the mm-hmm. thing that people forget is that fun is productive in a relationship. And so when we bought our rollerblades or we, you know, go play tennis or we learn new things together, it's like it's 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 beneficial to us because that's the other thing. Okay, I was also going to say this. You and I started playing tennis. It has literally made us better teammates in marriage. Oh, no question. I think we're about to get invited to like the Olympics. I thought it was Wimbledon. Is tennis in the Olympics? I don't know if tennis is in the Olympics. I could Google it, but my phone's over there. Anyway, to Wimbledon. It's boring to just not do stuff together. You yeah. know, go have fun and you'll well, have and way more fun. And, and Does you that will, make sense? No, totally. And you will not survive if build rebuilding your marriage is only sitting and having hard conversations oh and going to therapy and crying and pulling out vulnerability and sitting like you have to implement at the very fun. least have those conversations on a road trip have them on a road trip mm-hmm. have them on rollerblades this episode of the podcast is brought to you by babe original Babe is all about enhancing your natural beauty and helping you feel confident in your skin. Their fan favorite product, which is the Essential Serum, is the number one professionally recommended lash serum on the market. It promotes longer looking lashes in as little as six weeks. And the lash conditioner is its perfect partner, giving you thicker looking lashes. It's the perfect dynamic duo. It truly is. If you, like me, find mascara to be the most daunting task in the morning, Babe Original is going to give you those thicker, longer looking lashes without even mascara. And then you do a little mascara on top and it's like unbelievable. I've been using Babe products for a while, as most of you know, and I get compliments on my lashes even when I don't wear mascara. And then when I do, people think that they're fake. So Babe's full line of products are cruelty-free and filled with performance-based ingredients like hyaluronic acid, peptides, and more to give your skin super nourishing love. My personal favorite is that brow gel. I also love the lash separator. I also love the under eye gels. It's hard to decide. Babe is so sure you're going to love your new products that they have a 90 day satisfaction guarantee for a full refund. So it's totally no risk. So if you go to babelash.com, you can use the code bad at checkout for 15% off of your purchase. Again, that is babelash.com. Use the code BAD at checkout for 15% off of your purchase. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by ShipStation. If you run an e-commerce business, you probably feel like it's about time people stopped treating e-commerce giants better just because they're bigger. And you're absolutely right. Bigger is not always better. That's why ShipStation gives e-commerce sellers of all sizes access to the same deeply discounted rates 
usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. No wonder ShipStation is already trusted by over 100,000 sellers, myself included. I used ShipStation long before I even I even partnered with them. I seriously love it. <laughs> Terrified of dealing with international shipping? Well, you shouldn't be because ShipStation makes it a breeze to ship anywhere around the world. So scale away because ShipStation can handle it. So you're going to get deeply discounted rates. ShipStation also works with over 45 carriers, so you can compare rates and delivery times. And it works with over 300 platforms to automate processes like fulfillment and tracking. So don't let the big guys keep all the good discounts. Sign up using promo code BAD for a free 60-day trial today at ShipStation.com and start saving with every shipment. That's two whole months of discounted shipping absolutely free. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in BAD. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Another thing, and we're getting kind of close to the end here, so I just, I, I really want to say this because to me, this is the most wonderful, beautiful part of marriage and one that I think you and I have really embraced, especially in the last like six-ish months, of the, you know, in the year. Uh-huh. We are individuals. Deeply. Who, deeply, deeply individual. And we have chosen to live this life together and be be teammates and share everything and, you know, maybe eventually raise a family together and things like that. But at our core, we are our own people and the other person has to celebrate that. Yes. That that person because because you have interests that are not mine and I think that in the early days of our marriage I would have said why aren't you into this thing that I'm into? Why aren't you why don't you you know why don't you agree with me on everything? Why don't you all these things? And now we're at a point in our marriage where I think that we have different opinions on almost everything. No, I know. Almost everything. Um different hobbies different interests, different beliefs in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to change a single thing about how you do any of that. And I feel that you don't want to change that about me. And rather you want, we want to celebrate that about each other. And instead of trying to force the other person into kind of this mold that we had in our heads, I think that we consciously decided to celebrate the other person in all of their forms, all of them whatever they are, whatever they grow into, loving each other unconditionally and then being able to critically look at yourself and be like, okay, where where can I step up? Where can I do better? Because it's really easy in a marriage to look at the other person and say, I think they could probably step up here. I think they could probably do yeah. this better here. And it's not about that. It's about celebrating the other person and trusting that the other person is going to figure their shit out before yeah. You know? Well, listen, like, I feel like I hate the word ego. So I'm going to use lizard brain because yes. I kind of think they're the same thing. So yeah. I feel like it's living from a very lizard brainy perspective to try and uh, I don't want to say manipulate because that's the wrong word because I'm thinking in like a gardening turn. Like, yeah, like, like with clay. Yeah, like, yeah, kinda, like yeah. to manipulate something into being something that you like. Like the way I like to think of it is if you're a lizard and dinosaur world yeah you want everyone around you to look like a lizard because you know you can handle that and so i feel like living from that perspective in the real world 
is you want your partner to reflect you exactly so that nothing is threatening. You know exactly what that person wants so that you can keep them happy in here. And it's why you criticize the guy, not you, Maddie, me, everybody. Yeah. On the side of the street, look at that, what that idiot is wearing. Look at that dumb hat. It's like, yeah. I wish that he was wearing a hat like I would because maybe that's kind of cool and I don't want to admit it. We're all we're all hardwired to be If I was the waiter, I would do it this way. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it. It's better to live in a world where there's a lot of animals in the jungle, I think. Yeah, where there's people doing different things. And I think that we have gotten to a place where we celebrate that about each other, mm -hmm. even though we would do things totally differently. Like, I, this is just a dumb example, but I was doing the dishes the other night and you were like watching me and you were like, I love how you do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, I just, I never thought to do it that way. And I, I like that you do it that way. And I think I'm going to try that next time. And that's so cool. And like, it, it's so dumb, mm -hmm. but I feel like our old marriage, we call it that our, our first marriage. <laughs> it was like, why are you doing it that way? Yeah. It was like, that's so annoying. Why would you not do it the way that oh I do gosh. it? Oh my gosh. Next time I do the dishes, I guess I'll do it my way. And, and I get it. Cause there are little annoyances where I'm like, you know, like you steal the toilet paper out of my bathroom I do all the time. Do that. Like things like that, where I'm like, well, that's immoral. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that is immoral. No, where I'm like, Oh, I wish you would do it differently. But it's like sitting and thinking about like, does it really matter? Does it really matter if he puts, yeah. if he does the, the silverware different than I do it? Does it really matter? Is it worth bringing in like, feelings like that like being like oh i wish you would. like it's just so it's it's deciding what is worth it and why you're doing those things in the first place because it's probably you probably need to check your own shadow and you're probably doing something like like something's not don't don't you feel that way definitely well yeah. the way i like to see it is like the some of the most exciting times in our relationships is when some of the most exciting times in our relationship is when we were dating and we were at like random little like dinner parties yeah. and you and I would sneak off and like have our own little moment and conversation be like, oh my gosh, we're like so much more connected than everyone else here. Let's yeah. like get lost and go get tacos. And then um, we'll have these weird moments where I'm like, why did you put the tortillas in the pantry like that? And then I'm <laughs> like, hold on, let's embody the feeling of those nights let's just imagine that there's a dinner dinner party and holy like who cares about the tortillas we're excited to be together yeah in a place where we can make tacos yes yes i don't know if that made any sense whatsoever <laughs> but no i knew it i know what you mean and you've learned to translate my, i've learned i've learned yeah. yeah i've learned the the mat language i think that that is a is is kind of how we got to where we are. And the thing that's funny is that through our whole relationship, people have always been like, oh, you guys have such a great, you know, Matt's like the best husband and you guys have the best marriage and you guys have the best dynamic and all these things. And there have been times in our marriage where I've been like, nobody knew me during my Xanax. <laughs> well, and I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's, he's so great and he's so nice, but we, man, we fight or we, this happened or man, we did this or man, we drove home from, you know, St. George and we fought the whole way or like, you know, things like that, that I mean, and I know that everybody knows that marriage has their own stuff, but if, if in case you didn't, uh, here, here's proof. This, I, <laughs> hopefully this episode is proof that, um, well, first of all, you don't really, you never know that the inner workings of somebody's marriage, but just also if you're in a marriage where you're feeling how we felt for so many years, just know that like when, when you care about somebody deeply and you want to spend your life with them and you really put the effort into seeing them for who they are and opening yourself up so that they can see you and having those, those conversations that, I mean, and when, when I say hard conversations and when we say that 
what I mean and what what you probably mean, too, is that your feelings are going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, for for me, it's like you you had to come to me and, and I could tell that you were being honest and open and real and you were saying things like, hey, this this is not good for me and this is not okay with me and you you're doing this and and all these things and my first reaction of course is like whoa buddy okay you don't need to be so rude about it you don't need to correct me you know all these things and then when it sets in it's it hurts it hurts to be like wow well here's I did the that. deal that on, on the flip side and you've been on this side many times and i've been on that side many times when you go to your partner before you're prepared to handle this stuff and you say, hey, sweetheart, this really hurt my feelings. Yeah. And they say, well, I get it. And I'm sorry, but I did it because you really hurt my feelings a couple of weeks ago. And I haven't really gotten over it. My instinct is, are you kidding me? Yeah. You hurt my feelings. And now we're talking about yours. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And it's that's such a dumb place to go. You have to be prepared to go there. So if you approach somebody with hurt feelings, you have to be equally ready to embrace your contribution to the context of where your feelings were hurt. Absolutely. And if you're not, you're only going to have ugly conversations. I think we say hard because for me, what it is, it's like the feeling right before you jump, like go cliff jumping. It's like, yeah. oh no, I really don't want to do this. And then yeah. you, you just have to do it. Yeah. No, that is so, so well put, babe. I think that that is... Thanks, baby. That is really, really exactly what what I was trying to say. And yeah, it's... um. It's it's the best like marriage is the most wonderful like for me monogamy and and I know that other people have different feelings about different types of relationships but for me personally only me monogamy and marriage and partnership and figuring out our life together figuring out our dreams together you yeah. know our dream life our dream jobs our dream house all of those things doing it with somebody who I care deeply about is the most meaningful part of my life. Me too. By by I mean by a mile and more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the marriage and all relationships and and I don't think that you and I going through these things, I don't think it's marriage specific. I think that it can yeah. be with friends or, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, parents, all all of these different things. But I want to say something to that too. Is this yeah. okay if I yeah, 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 you? Of course. I want to say that like I think the reason that now Because here's the thing, when your marriage or your partnership or even a friendship isn't in balance, it's easy to not find satisfaction from it. And now that we've put in the the work to, um, you know, make that relationship what we really want it to be, as an individual, when we're in Oregon, I genuinely enjoy my days alone on the beach as much as I do the days you're there. It's a different kind of enjoyment. And I don't ever want to send the message out that your life will be emptier without someone to do that with because a real relationship worth investing your time and feelings in will feel like an addition to that individuality. It won't feel like a sacrifice of any of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) That's, that's, that's literally it. And that's, that's, and I know I really, I mean, I'm just going to say this and you're going to roll your eyes, but I, I did luck out with somebody who Me was too. who's willing to do, ha- have those emotional conversations and do that work and not to play into stereotypes but men do have a harder time talking about this stuff i think it's just 
I've always had a problem with oversharing, but <laughs> yeah, but it's worth it's worth it's oversharing. Worth, it's worth sometimes. oversharing sometimes. Yeah, and um, when when we when I decided to do this episode and I brought it to Matt and I said, hey, I'd I'd love to do an episode about our relationship. We talked about what our intentions were with this episode because I didn't yeah. I want it to be like I didn't want it to be anything but this. This was my intention: is that I wanted. I wanted to put it out there and have anybody listening be able to hear this and just find a little comfort that like same, you know, us yeah. two, we also <laughs> went through something really, we've, we've also had really painful experiences. We've also had, you know, late night fights, early night fights, all, all the different types of fights that you can have. We've had yeah. moments of really, really figuring out where our marriage was headed. And, um, I just want anybody listening to know that relationships are, are not perfect. I have like zero relationship with my family and likely won't in the future because of these changes that took place in the future, uh, in the past, excuse me. Here I am investing all of my energy into the relationship I love the most because I feel the deep satisfaction of unconditional love. Man, I'm going to cry again, but no, it's because we have those conversations on rollerblades and say, Hey, we remember who we are. Remember being in Italy and in Denver on the side of the road saying, we should just go home, you know, like, yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. It does. And it's, and it's beautiful. And I just hope that anybody listening, first of all, I think that I've been selfish sharing or selfish. I've been selfish, not sharing your wisdom on this topic babe no I, I, i'm serious nice. i'm serious and i, I tricked you into no, this episode because no you're about. not you're not because i want i i think that i i am just the one that's lucky enough to be in the marriage with you but you all, you just have so much good like info and experience and i love the way you put things and say things and i just i thank you for coming thank you for doing this listen yeah. i always said during my worsts that you have to be depressed to understand depression you have to have a lot of really terrible relationships that you've contributed to <laughs> that maybe you're the 90 percent contributor to understand how to be like willing to have these conversations yeah. so just yeah. fast track it and trust me it's easier yeah it is it is easier so um we're going to end here. I think, I, I think, think that this so. is a, this is a good point to end. Um, but let's, let's, let's do this again. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, whenever Matt's on, people are like, why is Matt not on more? And I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. I'll, I'll do it. But, um, I just want to say thanks. And, uh, thank, I love you. This I, was so fun. I love you. And, and thank you guys for listening and, uh, hearing our story. This was kind of a big, like, uh, it's a culmination, an amalgamation ah. of, of a bunch of things, but this was really therapeutic for, for me. Did you feel like this was therapeutic? Yeah. I feel like energetic release here. Totally. Not to be ooey wooey, but you, it's I love really my, important. I've got an ooey wooey man and I love <laughs> it. Huh? But if you like for us, I don't know, the natural way to go here as a podcast is because our house is kind of a recording studio. Yeah. But, that's, that's where we are. But, um, but whatever that is for you, go on a hike paint a really bad picture. Right. Talk to your partner. Yeah. Just, just do it. And, um, I just want to leave with kind of my, my bullet points, which are, you know, be open to the hard conversations, prioritize fun and celebrate the other person's individuality. Those are mine. What do you have? Do you have some, some, your three bullet points? Sorry. I didn't even ask you to prepare mm. this, but. Okay. My three are don't do Xanax. Um, <laughs> It erase all power dynamics. Yeah. And 
just Imbal- like, imbalances. Yeah, yeah. And just like you're saying, celebrate individuality. I think it's important that everybody try to be their own individual as much as you can. Yeah. And the best version of that. Yeah. You know? Celebrate your own individuality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a great Contribute one. your own individuality to be yeah. celebrated. Yes. I love that. I love that. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for this one's a little uh, less laugh, less funny, less laughs in this one, but hopefully, hopefully this was fun and fun for you guys to, to hear kind of our story these last few years. And, um, yeah, like I said, this was a, this was a good energetic release for us. And I, I hope it, it benefits people in the way, in the way that I hope it will. So thank you guys so much. And we love you all. We love you all. You guys have made our life just, I mean, truly you're like directly, you guys have improved our life and yeah, just subscribe, rate, review and I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. Anything you want to end with Matt? Um, be safe, be kind, be hot. Yes, that's, that's perfect. Okay. Bye everybody. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Remember you can catch a new episode of the bad broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you. So please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at the bad broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week.